You are listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we take a closer look at each session and prepare you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Drew Dixon. I am the editor and brand owner of Explore the Bible Students, and we have just started this podcast because we believe this is going to be the best way for you and your leaders at your church, the student leaders at your church, to receive uh, the the training that we put out to prepare you to teach Explore the Bible students each week. Um, so we used to do video leader training, but we've discovered that it just wasn't conducive for a lot of people. So this way, by doing a podcast, by doing this in audio form, um, you can get this podcast uh, on your phone. You can subscribe on iTunes. You can subscribe on Stitcher and Spotify and tune in and listen to it on your way to work and your way home from work. Um, even if you're uh, running behind one week, you can listen to it on the way to church as a means of encouragement to prepare you to teach each week. So that's what we're going to do in this podcast is just spend a few minutes um, giving you some tips, giving you some training, just some some pointers on how to prepare to teach each week. And it's fitting that our first uh, podcast is on the book of Romans, uh, because the book of Romans is such a pivotal book in the Bible that unpacks for us uh, what the gospel is and then who we are as gospel-shaped people. And uh, Paul here in session one, we're in session one, which is a, which is Romans 1, 1 through 7, and verses 13 through 17. And the central truth is the gospel is the best news. Through his life, death, and resurrection, Christ calls us to join him on mission. And so right off the bat in Romans 1, we find that uh, this book is about the gospel. It is about the good news of Jesus Christ. Paul identifies himself as a servant of Christ Jesus, who's been set apart for the gospel of God. Uh, and this gospel is not, it, while it's good news, it's not brand new in a sense because it's been promised. He tells us it's been promised beforehand through his prophets, through Jesus' prophets in the Holy Scriptures. So he's saying the prophets of the Old Testament are actually prophets of the Messiah, of Jesus. And this gospel is all about the Son, about Jesus Christ the Son, who's our Lord. Um, so what I want to challenge you to do this week is to ask your students what they believe the gospel is. Um, there's probably nothing more important that we can teach our students, right, than to understand exactly what is the gospel. Um, I want the students in my youth group, in my student ministry, to understand that question, to know the answer to that question, to know what it, why is it that this message about Jesus is good news. And that's where we start, right? The gospel is good news. That's literally what it means. That's the, the title of this session. Um, and so when we say good news, we don't just mean information. I think there, we have a temptation to think of um, Christianity is a set of truths or a set of information. There's a lot of information that's crucial about the gospel. We haven't um, got the gospel right if we don't understand who Jesus is, what he came to do, and what he accomplished on the cross and through his resurrection. Um, these are realities that are essential to understanding the gospel. But it's more than just information, right? The gospel is this proclamation of transformation. We believe that this this good news makes us different, and that the world is different because of this good news. In fact, the world will never be the same because of the good news about Jesus. When Jesus entered, when God took on human flesh and entered the world, 
the world will never be the same. And through his life, death, and resurrection, Jesus has done something that has forever changed the trajectory of your life, your students' lives, and the lives of people of all nations. Um, and that's really what Romans 1 is about. Um, Paul tells us that uh, the gospel concerns Jesus Christ, our Lord, who is a descendant of David according to the flesh, um, the gospel centers on the lordship of Jesus. The gospel is a proclamation that Christ is king over all. And so that's why Paul goes on to say later on that I, that he is not ashamed of the gospel because, the, because it's the power of God to salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek, for in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. Um, there's a lot to unpack here. One thing that we see here is that uh, Paul saw himself as... Uh, as, as a steward of this gospel, as someone who's called out by this gospel, um, set apart for this gospel. And he sees the gospel as having an impact on Jews, which he was one, right? But then also being for Gentiles. And in fact, Paul saw himself as an um, apostle to Gentiles. And that's profound because if we do a little digging, right, we find that Paul was a Pharisee. And Pharisees believed that the way you usher in the kingdom of God, the way that 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 you uh, that that we that the Jews would welcome in the Messiah was by getting Israel to be pure. And one of the ways they believed you made Israel pure was by um, disassociating with Gentiles, staying as far away from Gentiles as possible. Most Gentiles were pagan; they believed in multiple gods, right? They believed um, they had a lot of immoral practices, things that would defile, it would make a, any Jewish person un, unclean. And that's that's what the Pharisees believed, and that's what they taught. And they said, so if we want to see um, Israel, you know, uh, be where it needs to be, to be where God would want it to be, Israel needs to purify itself and to stay away from Gentiles. And now Paul was a Pharisee, and he believed all that stuff. In fact, he believed it so strongly that he fought to put Christians to death. And now... Here in Romans, as he's writing Romans, this is after he's had an encounter with the risen Jesus, he finds himself fully committed to taking this gospel, the good news about Jesus, to all nations, to the Gentiles. Um, he says, I'm obligated both to Greeks and barbarians, both to the wise and the foolish, and I'm eager to preach the gospel to you also who are in Rome. What does that tell us? Well, it tells us several things, but I think the most important thing for us to see is that uh, that obligation if we're gospel-shaped people, that obligation that Paul felt is one that we should as well. And by obligation, I merely mean uh, a sense of, 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 of duty. Of, but it's more than that. It's not just a sense of duty. It's a, it's a passion. Uh, we ought to have a desire to take the gospel, this good news that radically transformed the world and has the power to radically transform us, that we ought to find joy in taking it to the people around us, announcing this good news that Jesus Christ is Lord, that he has conquered sin and death through the gospel, and through him we can be saved as well. Um, it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. That's really good news because that gives me hope, that gives me purpose, that gives me a focus, uh, uh, something to live for in the present that's much bigger than myself. Your students need that hope. You need that hope. And uh, I'm excited to continue unpacking the gospel and its implications for our lives and for the lives of our students. I'll talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we equip you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. 
Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or Spotify. You can also find the podcast on ministrygrid.com. 